All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to the We Hate Sports Podcast. And what a week we have in store for you. First of all, happy Black History Month to all my brothers and sisters out there. Yes, sir, it is our month. My name is PC. Joined this week by the usual guru, we have Gianni, Tolu, Bam, Mook, uh, Jello, and TK said to join later on. Uh, and, you know, we... Like I said, have a big week in store for you. It is Super Bowl week. Um, for as highly anticipated as this Super Bowl has been, uh, we're going to dive into the Super Bowl predictions, our X Factors, who we think is going to win the game, and Super Bowl MVP. We also had the NBA trade deadline this Thursday. So we're going to be diving more into who our team should be training for and the biggest teams that are going to get moved. Um, and of course, we have to talk about all the new hirings in the NFL because every team is set and every team has a uh, head coach now. So we're going to dive into the best and worst hires from this offseason. And of course, the return of the legendary segment, Who Sold Our Parlay. So hop in, lock in, pull out your iPods, your beats, where we use to listen to your podcast and get ready for the We Hate Sports Podcast, baby. Um, follow our socials, our Instagram and Twitter at WHS underscore podcast, and our YouTube and TikTok at We Hate Sports. Plenty, plenty that we post uh, daily. So if y'all, if y'all ain't following us, I, I don't know what you're doing. I, you must be living on a rock. You might be, you might have the same Wi-Fi as Shiloh. You know, I, I swear last week we, we heard... Uh, um, a mariachi band background and i do apologize for our audio listeners you know uh it's hard having a telemundo wi-fi you know trying to get everybody to connect um but you know alas um okay it's the same reason we currently don't have them on video right now uh but uh we will potentially see them later so with all that out of the way let's jump into our first segment guys uh super bowl 57 50, 57, 58. I was always terrible with math. All right, don't don't judge me. Um, but yes, yeah, Super Bowl is this Sunday, uh, 6.30. Obviously, one of the biggest televised, televised events of the year. Uh, Usher performing at halftime. They're going to post Malone there. Uh, and of course, a showdown between the Kansas City Chiefs and the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, the Chiefs, who, you know, I took the unconventional road to get here, I think. Um, there were a lot of people, including myself, that didn't think the Chiefs would even end up back here, and yet somehow, some way, Patrick Mahomes found the way. And with the power of Taylor Swift and the Swifties in his corner, um, amid all the drama and chaos that surround that team this year, they are once again back in the Super Bowl, looking to go back to back. And then you have the 49ers, the team that Took it three times a charm. Uh, the last two NFC championships they lost. This year, they finally found a way, coming back with 24-7 against the Lions. Um, and Brock Purdy, on this magical run, will be representing the NFC along Christian McCaffrey. Uh, so, I guess we'll we'll dive into it. Uh, I think we'll start with uh, you this week, Mook. Um, you know, I, I do want to give a, a quick shout out to you too because you know you've been a busy man personally yourself. You know, with a, with a couple of uh, potential secrets in mind. I won't say much. I'll let you get into it. Um, but let's start with you for predictions for this Sunday in the Super Bowl final score and Super Bowl MVP. First and foremost, first and foremost, to hell with the Super Bowl this year. <laughs> I'm so over it, bruh. 
The Ravens should be here. I should be witnessing Lamar put on a master class. But you know what? For the sake of the pod, I'm going to go ahead and I really just don't care anymore. I want Brock to show, to prove everybody wrong. I'm sick of Mahomes and Kelsey's smug ass every year. Oh, yeah, we, yeah, we're going to go in there. We're not, yeah, we're going to do this. We're going to do that. I want to see Brock Purdy bring a championship. The Niners are a fan base that have been lacking a championship. This is one of the best fan bases in the NFL. Like, loyal fan bases who've been there since the days of, like, Jerry Rice and, like, Steve Young and early T.O. Like, just a lot of history there. So I would like to see the Niners take it. Um, I think it's going to end in dramatic fashion. I think it's going to end on three points. And <clears throat> I'm going to go ahead and go CMC for uh, Super Bowl MVP. We'd love to see Brock go crazy, but I think it's going to be CMC, the Offensive Player of the Year. Um, I'm going to go ahead and piggyback off Moot. Uh, it's, not a, it's not a well-known fact, but my my real guys know that. I'm, I root for the Niners, too. I was a Niners fan, a top of Ravens fan. Um, I'm sick of betting against the Chiefs. Something keeps telling me stop betting against the Chiefs. But I'm going to do it anyway. Because one thing about Kyle Shanahan, he going to run the ball. He's going to beat out 17, he's going to run the ball. The Chiefs' run defense is not just going to get better overnight. So they're going to give CMC the rock. CMC going to do what he do. And eh, I think it's kind of close. I want to say like 24-17, something like that. 24-17, give CMC the MVP. That's all, Okay, go ahead, GI. Um, I'm gonna go with the Chiefs. I think this is gonna be back to back for them. It, it's just hard to bet against Mahomes. You know, like th- this championship game that they won was, was just crazy. They didn't even score in the second half. I just think it's gonna be like, to me, the Chiefs are gonna win 34 to 23, and I think Pacheco is gonna be the Super Bowl MVP because the Niners. If you look at the last month or so, they can't stop the run at all. I think this is going to be pretty, pretty bad, I think. I think Pacheco gets two touchdowns and 196 yards rushing in this game. I just don't believe in the Niners' defense stopping the run. I think their pass defense will have their opportunities. I think um, Brock is going to have his opportunities, but I just don't see it being that competitive. Like in in a in a way that is going to be like a close game in the fourth quarter. I think it's going to be like thirty four twenty three. Uh, as much as I um want to pick against Mahomes, I'm gonna do it again because I'm still salty. You know, it, they should not be in the Super Bowl. No, they should not be here, bro. We they should not be here. It it shouldn't be us. But I'm picking the Niners by three because the Niners, you know, they got Christian McCaffrey and uh, the Chiefs have probably the worst running offense in the NFL. And, uh, you know, Kyle Shanahan, you know, even as much as he, like Bam said, even if he's down 17, he's going to run the ball because the previous team that played the Chiefs just decided they didn't want to do that.
So the thing is to beat the Chiefs is you just got to run the ball. And especially when you have probably the best running back in the NFL, they're going to run the ball. So I'm picking the Niners by three, all because Christian McCaffrey is going to probably have three touchdowns because they run the ball. Okay. Um, very compelling points by everybody. Um, I got to say this. I think we can all agree this is a Super Bowl that especially people on this podcast do not want to see. I do not care for. If I could erase this Super Bowl from my from my memory, from history, I would. All right. Both these teams, let's be real, probably should not even be here. Um, and yet, here they are. Um, for the Kansas City Chiefs, that is going to be my pick. Uh, I think that this game's going to end up 34 to 23. Uh, for the Chiefs, we are not giving their defense enough credit, man. Um, for for as as much as we've talked about all the trauma about the team and Taylor Swift and uh, Patrick Mahomes Sr., all that, you know, all that's warranted, yes. But this defense is so locked in right now. Steve Spagnola, who has been a, a guru, like an amazing guru for this defense, is so locked in right now. Um, and, you know, he has this unit locked in. They're going to be facing the best running back in the league in Christian McCaffrey. And they got to figure out a way to stop the run. Even if it's for one half uh, or for three quarters, they got to figure out a way to stop this run and get the Chiefs to be one, or excuse me, get the Boyers to be one dimensional to get Brock Purdy ball in his hands. Because I don't think Brock Purdy is that guy that is going to, that is going to show out against this sort of defense. As long as we play, as long as they stay physical, we saw it with the Ravens. The point hires become stagnant on offense. Brock Purdy folds under that kind of pressure. And one thing that the Chiefs have been doing, especially this postseason, being aggressive. Ladarius Sneed, all pro, aggressive, shut down Tyree Kill. Um, Stephon Diggs, we were trying to figure out where he went during that divisional game. Um, for as great as the uh, receivers have been for the Ravens this year, they finished with 10 points in that championship game. Uh, so if the Chiefs have any chance, this Sunday, <laughs> they have to shut down the run, and that starts with that D line. Chris Jones, I'm looking at you. You've been the heartbeat. You were the guy at the beginning, all the way back at the beginning of the season, that was holding out for a bigger contract. Well, this is the time to prove why you need that bigger contract. All right, currently on one year deal, you can have a whole lot more if you give them back to back rings right here. George Kaloptis, you need to do a lot as well. Um, you know, I'm looking at Nick Bolton, middle linebacker. You need to perform well. Uh, so, you know, I, I think because I trust, as crazy as it sounds, I, I trust Patrick Mahomes. All right. He's proven even with Juju Smith-Schuster as his wide receiver one, he finds a way. Uh, Rasheed Rice has been um, on the rise, especially his postseason. Uh, you mentioned Isaiah Pacheco in that run defense, Gianni. Um, we always say, there's always one name. There's always like one random player that always goes off in the Super Bowl. I think this year it, it might be Clyde Edwards Hilaire. It's crazy as, as that sounds. Like always that one guy that we just <laughs> never expect. Clyde Edwards Hilaire. You heard me correctly. Yes. He, he might just be that one guy 
that shocks everybody and has a big game. I'm not going to say anything absolutely crazy and say he goes off for like a touchdown, but don't be surprised if he has a, an impressive game. And the Warriors don't game plan for that. All right. There's like I said, there's always one guy every year that like shows out and nobody expects it. Um, behind Isaiah Pacheco, of course. Uh, they're gonna need all hands on deck for the Chiefs if they want to pull up against this uh, Chiefs, uh, this 49ers defense. And I think they will. I think they will. Um, they've been here, done that. Uh, you know, there are a lot of guys on that on that 49ers offense that haven't been there, done that yet. Uh, and we saw what happens when the lights are the brightest with that team. All right, at least against the AFC team. So that's why I'm going with the Chiefs, 34-23. Um, and my Super Bowl MVP is going to be Mahomes because, of course, it's going to be Mahomes. I mean, <laughs> I'm not get, like, I need y'all to understand, like, there were already so many people that thought this dude was, like, the greatest quarterback of all time. And, you know, fair, because how long has he been in the league? Five, six years? He's already accomplished a lot. Um, his playoff run, he's gone through Tua, scratch out, he's gone through Tyree Kill, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, and I has a chance to take down probably the best roster in the NFL. Like, when when it's all said and done, and people look back at Petron's career, they're going to they're gonna highlight this playoff run that he's having right now. All he needs to do is finish it. Um, and he's, like I said, it's proven he can do that. So, um, I think he, he ends up winning another Super Bowl MVP. I think Chiefs win 34-23. Uh, Travis Kelsey is going to propose to Taylor Swift at the end. And it's all going to be one big happy ending for the Kansas City Chiefs once again. Because if I see a proposal at the end of that game, bro. You know, it's happening. Like, I'm going to do some man. diabolical things to Roger there's, Goodell if I see a proposal at the end of the Super Bowl. The, she the already anna- she, she, anna- she announced her album. She announced her new album yesterday, bro. It, it's going to happen, bro. You already I'll know look, it's going to happen. The criminal allegations are going to come to life if I see a proposal at the end of that damn Super Bowl. Roger yeah. Goodell, I'm on to you. I'm really on to you. I am on to you, buddy. I am on to you. Like it's it's just it's just crazy. It's just crazy to me. Um Chiefs, I, I, I'll say this. I'll say this right now. Kansas City Chiefs. Because there's a reason I'm picking another reason I'm picking y'all. Right. Last year I had to sit through the most nauseating fan base try and tell us, oh my goodness, if Rockbury played, you know, they were gonna beat us, blah blah blah. All right. They're already complaining about the practice field conditions. They, right. You better they not. Did. Don't do it. They, 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 they're don't already do it. complaining they, they about the practice field they conditions. They are PCC. already are making you excuses. Really, are you really giving that title to another fan base? They are already making excuses. And they, the they Niners are some favored, reason, though. They are, they are favored. They are the Niners are favored. They've been favorited in every game this year, and they still somehow think they're the underdogs in all of this. They think that they're the hero in this story. They are. Is, well, I don't want to see the Chiefs right now. Don't, don't no, no, a Ravens Chiefs. fan. Yeah, a Ravens fan is going to say that because, of course, a Ravens fan is going to say that. So the rest of the NFL, all right, these are, this, is, this is Stalin and Hitler. 
by basing off against each other. That's, that's what he this said. Is. Stalin and right? Hitler. That's, that's what this is. All right, this isn't. This is some anti-hero beef right he now. Said, all right, he said I'm not, Stalin I'm not, you know, I'm not in here to try and praise both teams. All right, the only person. Let me be real. The only person that I'm going to be happy for uh, in, in this, is even if, his, if the team wins, is Andy Reid because who hates Andy Reid? Like he's a lovable guy. You know, or head coach for mine, lovable guy. All right. So that's the only person I'm gonna be happy for. We are we already said, you know, uh what we think about both these teams, man. Uh just I, I just hope that they, they give us uh entertaining game. Uh if this if this is a snooze fest, it's gonna make it even look even worse. Um and that's that's all I got, man. That's all I got. Four yards of Chiefs this Sunday, six thirty. Um, yeah, rematch of uh, Super Bowl from the Forbidden Time, Forbidden Time 2020. 2019. We should have made the Super Bowl that year, too. I mean, I, I can't stand this team. I really can't. Right. Uh, so <laughs> let's, uh, let me actually, while we're on the topic of football, uh, I did want to talk about it because uh, the NFL is already. Uh, Said like uh, who was going to be competing in week one, and on the historic occasion, the first game in Brazil in NFL history, and the home team for that game is going to be the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, now I, I, I'm torn because that takes away a home game for us, but then again, it doesn't really because I don't know if y'all know this, our our international fan base actually is like deep. Like it's like more my real life. Like it's actually like mad deep. Uh, pause. Um, but I think I think uh, more my think about it. Like this is history. It's gonna be football on a Friday night too, which is weird. Um, but I just wanted to go around and get everybody's thoughts on it, who we think we should face. Uh, if if I if I must, Gianni, uh, since you're the only other Eagles fan around here. Well, I was looking at the schedule, and I think they're not going to put the Cowboys, the Giants, or the Commanders. I don't think that week one. I think it's going to be most likely, I think it's going to probably be the Green Bay Packers, honestly. I, I could see um, Jordan Love and Jalen Hurts week one in Brazil. That that looked like a fascinating matchup right now. Unless, unless the Falcons make a trade. I don't know, like for a quarterback or some somebody like that. I don't even know what quarterback they can get. That can make it a little bit interesting, maybe. They they can um, probably put the Falcons, but I think the Packers are the the safe bet, to be honest. Um, uh, Bam, I almost called you by your government name. Oh my god. God, Seth, that's watching. I was watching. Uh, ECS watching that one, man. Um, I I agree with Gianni. I think the Packers would be a great matchup, especially depending on what type of moves both y'all make this off season. I can't wait to see Jordan Love, but. I think they might also just go ahead and do a classic, classic um division rivalry: Cowboys and Eagles in Brazil. That'd that'd go crazy. That would be the first uh, to look at our home opponents or 
home opponents this, uh, next year are, of course, in our division, Cowboys, Giants, Commanders, uh, the Browns, the Falcons, the Packers, Steelers, Jaguars, and Panthers. So I'll, all those teams. I, I think I'll, I'm not going to lie. I kind of want to face the Steelers for some reason. I don't know why. Um, but that would that, that, be like really funny. Uh, you know, depending on who they get, because I don't know if they're going to stick with Kenny Pickett. But uh, Arthur Smith as their new OC. I mean, that's that's easy. That's easy <laughs> money right there. No, <laughs> the Steelers are so unserious for that they're, hiring. They're, they're, they're so unserious for that hiring. They're really so unserious for that. I'm so sorry. That's funny. Really, as a... Like, why did they do that? Like why would they? Why would they? Fire move at running back. Wait, don't the Eagles play the Ravens next year? Don't the Don't the Eagles play the Ravens next year? Yeah, but it's gonna be in Baltimore. Oh damn! I wanted it to be. I was about to say. I I would go to that game, bro. I would go to that game. I'll buy PC a ticket. I'll go there and watch Lamar cook his Eagles, and I'll just laugh right in his face because it'll make me so happy. Oh, damn. Come on. Come on, You got more hope than me. I'm not saying nothing about Lamar Jackson's offseason, man. I'm not. No. Regular season Lamar is good. Playoff Lamar, CTE. But, you know. Hmm. Hmm. Anyway, we not even gonna get me, into that. Yeah, yeah, don't uh, yeah. don't get me mad uh, about. Anyways, that. Uh, let's let uh, Mook. Uh, regressing for or regressing, digressing from Lamar talk. Yeah, I couldn't Easy be a part of that. I couldn't be a part of that. Um, so what I would do is I would definitely want to see Jordan Love cook Jalen Hurts. Um. Outplay him, but also I would love. I really don't want to see a division like rival play them. Like I just feel like it's kind of cliche and kind of meh. Like how many times we gonna see? How many times we gonna see Dak come up small in big games? Like it's no point in seeing that again. Like it's no point in seeing the whoever the commanders about to have at QB. Like. I don't know. I think the Jordan Love is definitely going to be the best move. Um, playing the Packers, excuse me. Um, so yeah, I would go Packers for that for sure, and I think that'll be a very entertaining game. Fair enough. Uh, yeah, like I said, uh, the Steelers are one that I just kind of like want to see. Air State rivalry. Um, I think another one. Like I'm just thinking realistically, like. I we faced the Jaguars in London a few years ago, so I think it would make sense for us to face them again in Brazil. Uh, and I would, of course, I would love to see the Packers too. Uh, Jordan Love, you know, Vic Fangio starting off his uh, coaching career with us, trying to contain Jordan Love. Uh, that would certainly be a challenge. That would certainly be a challenge. Uh, you know, something that uh, I'd be interested in seeing. You know, depending, get back to me. You know, once before preseason gets here, uh, before I make any comments about my Eagles. Uh, anyways, um, I'm just stalling until uh, so we get a couple more names on stall. Uh, so let's actually go to, uh, let's go to, uh, let's go to the best and worst hires in the NFL. Uh, so like I mentioned before, all teams finally have their, uh, their head coaches now. 
Um, there are a few names that I don't think a lot of us were expecting uh, that got snatched up. Um, and of course, a few of the obvious ones, but the biggest ones that um, nobody picked up, Mike Rabel and Bill Belichick, uh, currently jobless still in the NFL. Um, I, I think, um, I'm not going to lie, I, I thought Mike Rabel would go back and, and take a job in college somewhere, um, you know, but I think it's more smart for a coach, especially like him, to wait another year, just take a break in between to try and scope out the scenery, you know, see who doesn't like like what they like now. Um, you know, because there are still, I, I think, a few names in the NFL that are on the hot seat going into the next season. Nick Seriani being one of them, um, you know, just as a as a name out there. Yes, it, it was a report as a report um, that are other people's words, not mine's. All right. Just a name I'm throwing out there. Um, but out of all the new hires that we've gotten, who here thinks which team got the best hire? The most unbiased answer possible, because I know uh, uh, there are a couple of Ravens fans on here. They're going to say, oh, Mike McDonald's. And that's fair. That's fair. All right. I just want you to look at all the answers. That's all. All right. Uh, let's go with, uh, let's go Bampers. I know what you said, but I'm going Mike McDonald anyway. Only because this, it's not just the fact that they hired Mike McDonald, but the staff that they putting around him is like, they did their research. They're making it easy for a first-year head coach. So, on top of the fact that Seahawks defense is crazy, they're trying to create the Legion of Boom, and they're very close. So, I think that that's a very good hiring. Um, Todd for that is Cliff to the Commanders because of the style that they run. I hate what they did to EB. But I, we'll probably get into thoughts about EB later on. I think it's a great hire because if they bring Caleb in, the offense jumps from whatever it was ranked now to a top 15, top 10 offense automatically. So those are my best. My worst, why does Arthur Smith have a job? <laughs> why does Arthur Smith have a job? Why would they? You go from Matt Canada to Arthur Smith. You go from halfback dives and screens every every down to Pat Fryermuth at running back getting tosses out of the backfield. Right. Their, whoever their wide receiver three is, I know he's got to be smiling ear to ear right now. Ear to ear right now. <laughs> like, whoever, how the Oh my gosh. Calvin Austin. Calvin, Calvin Austin going to get like 35 jet sweeps this year. I know he's Birdman mm-hmm. right now. Like, mm-hmm. it, it, it don't make no sense, bro. It really don't. But that's uh, my hire. So the, so the best hire that I would say, uh, I would probably lean toward Jim because I think Jim and, uh, Justin are going to do great things. The Chargers are still going to charge at the end of the day. 
but it's going to be fun to watch. Um, and then I would go, obviously, with uh, McDonald. Um, I think that those are tied. I think that the worst non, I would go the, the worst non-hire. I do believe that Vrabel should have got considered for the commander's job. I don't know what the hell is going on in D.C. I don't know why E.B. is getting, like, blackballed once again. Not even blackball. He just got straight up pushed out. Like we didn't get a we didn't get a report or anything. It was just like, yeah, he won't be back. And then we got uh, I just think Vrabel would have been good in that system and then maybe hire Cliff um just to man the offense a little bit more, make it easy on your whatever rookie you got coming in. But I, I didn't like I don't like the fact that they're hiring Dan Quinn. Like you're you're taking a step. You're literally making a lateral move, in my opinion. Like when you go from, when you go from Rivera, for Bo Ran, uh, Ron to literally Dan Quinn, it, it doesn't make sense to me. It, it, you're not even you're not making any kind of movements that's really gonna shore your shore your team up for the future. Um, we've seen Dan Quinn in big moments flame out. We've seen him get to the mountaintop and refuse to call the game as it should be. Like, they're, they're, I'm sorry for all my Falcons fans. That 28-3 should have never happened. It should have never happened. I understand you had Kyle also call the offense, but you're the coach. You need to understand that you have a 28-3 lead. First down, run the ball. That's all you need to do. You could Even have, off you could the field. Yeah, he had the boys in the locker room smoking cigars at halftime. Like, like yo, the game's not over, bro. Like, what are we doing? What are we doing? The game is not over. So that's tell you right there where he's at mentality-wise. You see his defense, although they've been good defenses, they've been helped out a lot by the fact that you have supreme talent on the defensive side. Like, you had Michael Parsons on that. Like, you even have Vander Esch. Like, you got all these – like, I'm not saying he's elite, but you got good, solid players – throughout your tenure in Dallas that helped you create this amazing defense. And I feel like he's kind of being overrated now. And commanders, unfortunately, they took the bait. I don't see them going far, um, as I don't usually a lot of years for the commanders. But I think that this year especially is going to be a big letdown. I think Vrabel was the guy to hire. If you, you know, if you weren't going to get McDonald and go after Vrabel, Bill Belichick, we understand. I don't know what the hell is going on with Bill. Bill, you're like 80 years old. Nobody's going to give you full control over their franchise. You're not, bro, this is not the, bro, this is not the early 2000s, bro. Dummy, <laughs> Bill was geeking, dummy. Yo, Bill said, you're going to give me the franchise or I'm not going you, to your team. What? Okay, then you're gone. Like, what? Get out of my office. Like, Yo. <laughs> and I, I do also also don't understand. I know I get the fact that um a lot of these teams are trying to go younger, but I do think that Pete Carroll Carroll deserves some love. Um because Pete Carroll's not a bad coach. He's a Hall of Fame coach, in my opinion. Um so the fact that he didn't get no higher, you know what I'm saying, not even consultant offers, like it, it's kind of it's eyebrow raising to me. So those are my like favorite hires, and then I just want to switch it up. Like my favorite non hires, like there was no reason for these guys to not be on a team right now. Hey, that's fair. Um, I'm looking, I'm looking at all the well at the lists right now. Um, I do want to give a shout out to the Patriots, who I'm not gonna lie, I thought they would like 
like fumble, um, trying to you know figure out who's going to replace a guy like Bill Belichick. Um, and they stayed in the house. They went with they went with a with a brother. They went with Gerard Mayo, um, someone who's been there his entire career. They're since the culture as a player and as a coach. Um, I think that was step one in in trying to, I guess, right some wrongs with what uh, that team's been doing over the last couple of years. Um, and you know he uh, got Alex Van Pelt, who was the Browns' OC uh, for a couple of years as their OC now. Uh, so I think he might do some work in trying to help develop uh, that offense, which is obviously going to need a, a reset uh, because they're not they're not bringing back Mac Jones. Um, but I think he was one of the best hires. I do have to give a shout out to Mike uh, McDonald being hired by the Seahawks because yeah, like I, I was telling y'all, like you know, like it it it, it is like what a, it was like week eight. I was just telling y'all, you know, just accept it now because this guy's going to be a head coach in uh, come next season. And lo and behold, Seahawks, they didn't fumble that. Um, and they went with a guy that's going to get him right. We'll definitely get him right. PC, let me add this also. Mike McDonald, you did a phenomenal job this year coaching our boys up. I mean, you left you, you left us in great hands. Like, we you trained up the, you know, our linebacker coach. He's going to be phenomenal this year for our defense. But I hope you fail. I hope you fail, brother. I hope you fail, too. And I mean that with love. I hope you fail and you come back to Baltimore. Because, brother, Mm -hmm. this defense, Mm -hmm. I understand we had these great guys, but you were the glue, brother. You made us. No, no, no. You made amazing, amazing, amazing retools. Like, in the the locker room at halftime, some of the best adjustments I have ever seen to be able to come uh, out and have he, the boys. He should out. have been a head coach. He should have been a head coach, but for the Ravens, not the Seahawks. Yeah. But yeah, well, we're not going to get into that discussion. He should have had his. He should have had it like the same way Gerard Merrill had. I should have had in his contract that he was going to be the successor. And I do not want to see another year of John Harbaugh, but whatever. Man. He should have been a head coach for us, not it the is. Seahawks. But I gang. Oh, fair enough. Um. Two more shouts I have to give for best hires. Uh, E-Bet's coordinator, new the best coordinator for the Packers, uh, Jeff Halfley, uh, coming over from Boston College. Um, you know, I, I, Boston College has sturdy defense this past season. Like, they were actually good for once. Um, you know, now he's, uh, they're, they're taking a guy from college, somebody that we haven't seen in the pros yet, um, which I'm always a fan for, you know, because it at least works out for one year. Um, and, to be fair, they got a lot of talented pieces on that defense, you know, right now, because we don't know what that whole situation with Jair Alexander is about, you know, but, you know, I'm sure that'll come out when it's ready. Uh, but they still have a lot of talented pieces on that defense that just need to be utilized properly. Um, and my one final shout out, Antonio Pierce, the Raiders finally got it right and, and made him the full-time head coach, um, which was needed because, I mean, you've seen the guy like you know he's just right for the culture the players love him it was the right choice here's the problem they then went and hired luke getsy as their offense coordinator um three steps forwards uh 10 steps backwards with that he's one of my worst hires (laughs) easily um i don't i don't know how you can look at the bears offense like i get it the bears are, are not a good team that's fine. Justin Fields, you know, where rabbits him, like, okay. You can't look at that offense and be like, 
man, this man, this guy Luke Getzey is actually really good. You know what I mean? Like, it, it, it don't it don't work like that. Like, it shouldn't work like that. Um, I, that's that's why, like, I don't get that hiring. Um, especially, I also want to know what happened with the whole Cliff Kingsbury thing, him backing out, um, out, out of that job, which was weird. They, they tried um, to they give Cliff it, two years. He it, said, yeah. I want three. He said, I'm yeah, he out. Yeah, he wanted three years, and they weren't they weren't going for that. Which is, I mean, it's crazy, but I guess I get both sides. You want the security, but at the same point, you gotta prove yourself. Like you really haven't. Yeah, I don't know. Like I you guess. Gotta prove yourself. That's I guess. Um, but another terrible hire. Uh, Falcons. What are we doing? Getting Raheem Morris as as your head coach. Out all out all the candidates. Out of all the candidates they had, they went. I wasn't. Mad. I more. didn't hate that. I, I actually liked that. I didn't hate that. Yeah, I didn't. I, I, I didn't hate that at all. Uh, Raheem Morris over Mike Vrabel, though. I think it's something I deeper mean, with coaches like Mike Vrabel and Bill. I think they wanted mm-hmm. to sit out a year and really scope the scene. I think that's what it is. Me personally, I heard. I heard a lot. I heard a lot with Vrabel that was a fact that like. He was sitting in front of owners and nobody was convinced that mm-hmm. like he was their guy. Like and he was he came in with this kind of like, um totalitarian, like kind of like this is my way or the highway kind of thing. And it kind of rubbed a lot of owners the wrong way. And it's especially gonna rub uh owners like Arthur Blank a wrong way, who's notoriously just acts off of emotion clearly because he could have went after Lamar and he chose Desmond Ritter. But that is beyond the point. And I just do not think that uh, that man needs to be an owner first and foremost. He is not coherent. So, you know what I'm saying? He made, he made the best possible move that he thinks for his franchise. So, I don't, I don't, I didn't mind the Raheem Morris hire. I actually kind of like, I think, given on what was left on the market, that was kind of a solid hire, in my opinion. I don't know. I, I just, I feel like uh, there were a lot of like other choices that okay. they could yeah. benefit it. But like, he learned under some choices. great guys, and I think the oh, yeah. Falcons and all that young energy. I think he injects and fits that culture well. If, I think if they draft the, correctly and put some more like um, assistance around them, I think it would be a like. I think it would be one of the most underrated hires of this cycle. But that's why I was going to say. Like, you know, because right now that that Falcons defense, it's it's young, but like there's potential there. Uh, Jesse Bates, the guy that they signed in the offseason uh, or last offseason, like he was he was great for them this past year. Like they have a lot of like good pieces on that defense. They just need guidance. So if that was the direction that they were going for, if that was the reason or the main reason behind that Raheem Morris hire, then get on the Falcons. Um, just in, in terms of. uh <laughs> Like, I was thinking more of the offense. Like, how are we going to make this offense look better? Um, because there's no reason to have an offense with guys like Kyle Pitts, Bijan Robinson, and Drake London, and we're losing to the Titans, like, and getting, like, putting up seven points. You know what I mean? Um, that's why I thought they would win with, like, an offense my coach. But said they... I also... <laughs> I also didn't... Uh... <laughs> With the with the press conference that they had, <laughs> they said, uh, "What are the what are you most excited about with the offense?" And bro said, "Bijan Robinson and Drake London." 
and did not include Kyle Pitts. So to all people that are planning on getting Kyle Pitts for your fantasy league next year, you might want to steer clear because it doesn't look like bro has him in his fucking plan. <laughs> he doesn't have him in his offensive plan, so it looks like you might want to steer clear of Kyle Pitts another year. It's his fall off needs to be studied, if that's the case, for sure. Um, one final uh, shout-out for, for best hire, Denard Wilson. Uh, became the new defensive coordinator uh, for, for the Titans. Uh, another great hire, you know, from the Ravens coaches at this past year. Uh, he was Don't their, forget uh, their, Anthony their Weaver. Coach. Don't forget Anthony Weaver. Don't forget sure, Anthony, Anthony Weaver. Weaver too. Um, there were there were there were a lot of guys that the league plucked from that coaching. Chargers stole our DM. Chargers stole our GM too. So you know it's it's great. Everyone just wants the Ravens people. You know, see this is why you win the Super Bowl, Ravens. To see maybe if you guys won the Super Bowl, maybe we have a little shot of keeping some of our staff. But no, <laughs> you, you, you just want to yeah. troll. He means you only get it. Trust me. As yeah, you can see, it. we feel a little sore about that loss. Yeah. A um, little. Um, <laughs> yes. Boy. Might be. A I little. Woke today, I woke up today and looked at my Lamar jersey, and I just almost threw up in my mouth. I was just like, how could I own this piece of jersey? This man threw I walked to, I walked to class today, and my professor said, yo, Tolu, what about triple coverage? I'm like, Roy, if you don't shut up, bro, I swear, shut the hell up. I don't want to talk to you. Just give me my assignment, okay? Just give me my assignment and shut up. I don't want to hear you. I don't. I don't. That's great. Uh, no, it's not. Uh, while you're it's while terrible. you're going, why you why you continue ranting, uh, Tolu? Go ahead and give your best and worst hires. Uh, best hires, um, Jim Harbaugh for the ch- ch- basically what y'all just said. Jim Harbaugh for the Chargers. You know, Chargers will charge her, but Jim Harbaugh is gonna. It's, they're going to make it fun. So Jim Harbaugh, that's number one. Number two, Mike McDonald. I think he fits that team perfectly. They're really going to take care of him. The staff is amazing. Their defense is really good with, with, with Witherspoon and, 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 and Adams. Like they're, they're pretty good. They're good defensively. Uh, the worst hire, Arthur Smith to the Steelers. I don't know what the Steelers are thinking. Hiring Arthur, Arthur Smith. That was just, when I saw that, I laughed. I really laughed. I'm like, man, <laughs> you know, my biggest op really hired the worst offensive quarterback. I mean, it's great. I mean, I'm laughing, but in a good way because, damn, you, how you go from Matt Canada to Arthur Smith? That's that's just crazy. That's, that's going from trash to garbage. Like, come on, bro. What, what are you doing, Steelers? But hey, you know, I'm not the Steelers, so keep keep hiring stupid people. In fact, you should bring back Kenny Pickett for one more year. Bring back Kenny Pickett. I mean, I, I would love that. I would love you guys bringing back Kenny Pickett for a year. That would be great. But that's number one. Number two, I don't know. Maybe it's just me. But I don't like the the, the commanders hiring Cliff Kingsbury. I don't I, I don't I don't really like that hiring. I, I really don't. Because well, what what has Cliff King, Kingsbury won besides? I mean, Stephen A. I, I saw this thing about Stephen A. St- Cliff Kingsbury is more known for being best friends with Patrick Mahomes and quarterbacks than he has more play than he has wins. I mean, what, what, what is he known for? Oh, I was I was Patrick Mahomes' college coach. He hasn't won anything. Why is he continuing to get a job? In my opinion, he's the white version and the NFL version of Doc Rivers. It's crazy. He's literally 
need the white version and the NFL version of Doc Rivers. Because how is this guy continuously getting jobs just because he's best friends with the players? Doesn't make any sense. I really don't understand the hiring. I don't understand Cliff Kingsbury keep getting hired by these NFL coaches. I don't understand what they see in Cliff Kingsbury. I really don't understand it. But that's my two. That's my second one. I don't get the hiring. Matt Canada, the worst. Cliff Kingsbury, the second worst. And then you got Mike McDaniel and Jim Harbaugh. Those are my four. Oh, fair enough. Um, you know, this... <laughs> I, I, I just don't understand, like, the thought process. Like, AFC North... I think we all agree. Like, you know, outside of the Bengals, of course, AFC North was probably the most competitive division in all of football this past year. Um, you had three teams make the playoffs. Um, and, you know, the the Browns really had a chance to capitalize on what I think was like a really prime opportunity. Uh, look, I think they already messed up the Deshaun Watson situation by giving them all that money. Um, but that's something you can, you're going to have to work around. Got Nick Chubb coming back next year. You know, uh, Amari Cooper is still going to be there. Uh, you give, uh, you saw Dominic Peoples-Jones, of course. You get uh, whoever, or Watson, another wide receiver weapon to work with. Uh, you know, that, that Browns defense, or that Browns offense, like, it could be, it could be, you know, it could actually be lethal. Um, problem is that you out and you get a guy like Ken Dorsey as your offense coordinator. And it's like, why? And in the, in the Steelers, who Mike Tomlin, you know, generational head coach, Hall of Fame head coach, right? Never had a losing season, right? You go out and you hire Arthur Smith as your OC. It'll make no sense to me, especially with the Ravens losing all these guys, all these great names, all these great coaches on their coaching staff. You go out and you do your best to look as mediocre as possible. It'll make no sense to you. Um, I think in firm control, the AFC North still is the Ravens by default until Joe Burrow comes back next year. And Bengals are probably the best team that's going to give y'all a uh, run for your money. Um, so I, that, that's how I feel about the best and worst hirings. Uh, let's, let's, uh, let's go into the NBA now because uh, we need to talk about the NBA tra uh, trade deadline. It is this Thursday. Um, it's it's not bump on us. I think it's not up on everybody. Um, and there are plenty of prime names that are uh, in the trade market this year. Uh, but I, I think we should go around the room because we uh, almost yeah almost everybody has a different team around here uh, that we all want to see uh, get traded for. Because uh, outside. Yeah, no, everybody, everybody should be buyers at trade deadline this year. Uh, so let's start with you, I guess, Tolu, who's LeBron's sexual Lakers fan by default until LeBron probably chooses another team this all season. Uh, let's let's start with you first. Well, um, first off, the Lakers need a point of attack defender because with Vando being out for extended period of time, Rui, he cannot guard a parked car. Uh, neither can Austin Reeves. The Lakers got, they let, tonight, they let Miles Bridges get a career high tonight with 41 points. And Brandon Miller is nice. Yes, yes, yes. Miles Bridges had 41 tonight. Look it up. Miles Bridges had 41 tonight. 
disgusting. He was he was cooking Rui and Austin Reeves all game, all game. But you need a point of attack defender, and no, I do not want Dorian Finney-Smith. Okay, Lee, if you're listening to this, I do not want Dorian Finney-Smith. He is not going to change anything. He's basically a less efficient Torian Prince. I don't want two Torian Princes on my team. I don't want that, okay? I do not want Dorian Finney-Smith anywhere near this team. In fact, I don't even want Spencer Dinwiddie. I don't want Din Shitty. Maybe Royce O'Neal. Maybe I'll take him for a second rounder. But I don't want no. I don't want them. I, I better not see Rob give them a first rounder. So we need a point of attack defender. That's number one. That's the main thing we need because Vando being out, Cam Reddish, I don't know when he's coming back, and then get, and then Gabe Vincent. Don't get me started with him. You see, Gianni, this is your fault. This is your fault, you 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 Miami Heat guards. Every time the Lakers sign a Miami Heat guards, he he just turns to dust. He stinks. It's your fault, Gianni. It's your fault. Keep your Miami Heat guards away from my team. Keep them away. Keep them away. I don't want to see them. Okay. Keep them away. But um, you guys can get Kyle Lowry too. No, 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 don't. Oh, now you want to troll now. You want to troll now. Okay, okay. All right. He wants to troll. You know, I'm ignore him. But. Door, uh, door, do not get Dorian Finney-Smith. We need a POA defender, and we need De- DeJounte Murray. If we can get him, the Hawks are being weird. They're saying, oh, we need another three, three, third team involved. Oh, we want Austin Reeves, man. I don't want to hear that, all right? I don't want to hear that. D'Lo's been playing better recently, so they should take, they should find a way to get D'Lo on the third team. But I want to hear what Mook wants. I want to hear what Mook wants to say. Mook, Mook. Can, can you, can you, do you agree with what I have to say? I, I want to hear what you have to say. Uh, first and foremost, Lee, if you are listening to hell with you and your takes that Dennis Smith Jr. is going to save the season. Uh, <laughs> second of all, second of all, Dorian Finney-Smith, I, like, like Tolu said, I mean, you look at the stats, you look at the numbers, he's literally a less efficient Torian Prince. If you look at if you look at the numbers and you look at the defensive rating, because everybody's been telling me, oh, Dorian Finney-Smith, he's a better defender. He's a better defender. Hmm. Tor- Torian has a better defensive rating this year than Dorian Finney-Smith. And he also, the only thing that, that Dorian Finney-Smith is doing better, he has better rebounding, which obviously helps, but then he also has 0.1 more blocks. I, I, I'm not trading assets and you know draft picks and all that for a nigga that's going to give me point one more blocks and two rebounds more i have ad i have rui i have braun i got reeves i have a lot i have good uh rebounders on my team what i need if and this is really just going to be based on like for real for real it's going to be based on how jackson hayes is Jackson Hayes has one of the most ridiculous stats for a big man like that I've ever seen. He's played two straight games, heavy minutes, hasn't committed a single foul. That's that's insane because Jackson Hayes notoriously gets in foul trouble sometimes and has to immediately go back to the bench. Like, so I hope he keeps playing. He's also been a he's also been a great paint protector. He's been um also been able to get some boards, you know, just been a really good guy off the bench replacing. With that being said, if we could go get another big 
to mm. shore up that thing. Like if we were to get like a Andre Drummond, if we were to get a Drummond, yes, I would love that. I would also love mm-hmm. a guy like Hardenstein, but I don't see the Knicks moving from him because they're one of the hottest teams in the league, mm-hmm. and they're also. The Knicks are also lacking front court depth. With Mitchell Robinson being out, with Julius Randle being out, you're they're probably going to be very, very steep prices for Hartenstein. Um, if there's another guy out there that's really cheap, which I know probably people are going to scoff at, but I think my uh, this Matt Biombo would go in and give effort minutes, do exactly what we need him to do. Pay protect. We don't need you to score. We don't need you to do any of that shit. We just need you to get boards. And protect the paint, and we give you. We need you to give for real, for real. We need you to give some minutes where AD can just sit on the bench, be a lob threat. Like that's all we need. Just simple things as a big man, not doing anything out of the ordinary. That is one of the, like the mm-hmm. bare. That's one of like the really like the least, I guess, favorite guy that I'm looking for this uh, trade deadline. Um, I do agree that we do need a a point of attack uh, defender with Cam being out. We don't know when he's coming back. Gabe. Gabe I told you it's Gianni's fault. It's his fault. It's his fault. Boy, if I see you on the street, (laughs) just know what's up, man. Because you (laughs) fooled us, brother. You knew Kendrick, huh? Yes, he's the new Kendrick. He's worse than Kendrick. I knew this bullshit was going to happen with you, Gabe. When they told us, oh, he just got a little nick. He'll be back in in like a couple weeks. I said, that don't sound right. He bruised his knee, and he got to be reevaluated. What the hell is going on here? Lakers, medical staff, I need you boys to go back to school. You niggas are frauds. What is going on? Everybody getting hurt out for the year. Bando just came back playing. We got five good games out of Bando this year. And then he tweaked his Man, don't get me started on him. Look, end of the day, at a point of attack defender, I don't want Dennis Smith Jr. on my team because we will lose offense. And I don't think he makes up enough for that defensively. I don't care what Lee says. I don't care what anybody says out there on the, on Twitter. I don't see it. So I would say we just need another big man. You know, if we could find a cheap wing out here, cool. But yeah, I, I just I think we just need a big man and another cheap wing. That's it. Hi, Ben. Um we don't need too much, but <clears throat> I think if we go and get another big man and put next to Chet so he's not just in there by himself. Um, Andre Drummond was mocked to us. Um, who else? Why well, happened to uh, that Laurie Marketing uh, rumor? Andre Drummond, Laurie Marketing. Um, Danny Ainge is still doing his Danny Ainge thing, so I'm not. That's a long shot. I'm not completely sure how how much that deal can go through. Some somebody that has come up on the market is Clax Nicholas Claxton. That would be amazing. 
gives us the spacing we need. Um, he's a great rebounder, a great interior defender. Um, so those are pretty much my three, Lori. Man, I swear to God, I swear to God, the league better not let the freaking OKC Thunder get Claxton or Lori. GG's of I don't care. They will win back to back championship. That is literally all they need is a big man who can who's not going to clutter the floor. Like I know early in the year we were saying Andre Drummond, but to be honest, he doesn't fit this team. I mean, he's he will be great for y'all. He you know protect the protect the paint, you know give y'all hard solid screens, rebound the ball at an elite level. But he's gonna when you have guys like J Dub. When you got guys like Shea, you got guys like uh, Shet, um, even Giddy to a certain extent, you need to have that middle of the floor and that mid-range and that paint. You need to have that space to have these guys be able to be their most effective self. And you have Andre Drummond out there who can't shoot a damn lick. Uh, nobody's guarding him. And you already are having like guys who are guarding Josh Giddy at the free throw line. You're going to make that space in that much worse. So if you get a guy like Claxton who can who can dribble the ball, who's able to, you know, low-key be able to just give and go, is like, you know, he can run, he can be a lob threat. You got Laurie who can pull up from anywhere, damn near. I mean, I think over – I saw a stat over like a third of his points are three-pointers. Like if you get a Laurie marketing who can also still pay protect, GG's. It's over. I really, I really do want Clax or Laurie because, like, again, Chet is coming to his own. I don't really want him in there just banging like that by himself, but no. he can do no, it. No. But I don't want that. We no. get, we get that. That adds a whole nother level. There's, there's it's our, it's not, it's not our guards and our forwards are defending at another level. Like, I, I don't know what Mark was doing yesterday to start the game against the Raptors. I don't know what the fuck he was doing, but. Again, much like um, much like Mike McDonald, his adjustments are crazy. We was getting blitzed at first. Giddy is coming back to life all of a sudden, just like D'Lo. He want to come back to life at the trade deadline. I'm sorry, buddy. It's too late. You're gone. Like, <laughs> it's, it's too late, buddy. I love you, but you're gone. You want to come back to life? You can shoot now. So. I, I think another name. Too late, buddy. You go. Another name that I want to throw out there for y'all: uh, Daniel Gafford in Washington, uh, who's just sitting there doing nothing. I mean, you can pluck anybody from that team right now. That would probably help a contender. Um, you know, he would be he would be a good backup option if Claxton, if the Nets are asking for too much for Claxton. Um, but you let's worry about be the same thing with like Drummond, like because Gafford is obviously not a. He's not a bucket. He can't really dribble. It's, it's you know, you're going to be getting a lot of paper protection, a lot of rim running. But, uh, you know, I, I don't think that's a bad option to fall back on if you're OKC. He's a young guy, so. I think the thing with, like, Drummond and Gafford is if we trade for them, they're not starting. Like, we want to come off small, have small to small screens off the roll so that that way we're not cluttering up the inside. But, again, yeah. We we have the assets, Sam. It's time to start using them. Like we got picks out the ass. You want to trade young players? You trade them. We need to get somebody. But I'm not. In, I'm not particularly in a rush. He's got a championship core right now. He's yeah, got a championship core. Just just go ahead and make a little tweaking, and you're right there. I mean, end of the year, you're looking like I don't see a team better than us. So 
Yeah. Mm. Uh, Gianni, let's go with your your Heedles next. Y'all y'all are in a weird spot. Yeah, we're in, in a tough spot really because two and eight in the last ten games. Um, the Ooh. offense just sputtering because the rotations are just a mess. Really, I don't know what Spo is doing. Ever since he signed that contract extension, he's been um, I don't know. He's been on vacation or something. The guy, I don't know what he's doing really with the rotations. I, there's players that helped us get to, you know, a good record. And now they're like in the back of the rotation when they're pretty helpful. So when I look at the roster in total, I think we need like a four power forward in the back of big, basically. And there's been three players already that Dorian Finney Smith um, been linked to us. Claxton didn't link to us. And then the other player that I just don't know that fits the offense is DeMar DeRozan that now is popping up. I, I just don't like, like that fit because the guy that shoots bricks, so many bricks. He bricks yeah. From three, man, he is the the, the nuts sound What's like What's that like, smell? Like, yeah. Um when I look at this team, I think Maybe Finney Smith and Claxton are like the moves I could see. But I think most likely this team is going to probably go in the buyout market and get, you know, power forward, a backup big. I, I just don't know what else, really, because team is in a weird spot, like PC said. And I just don't know. I think once Fold figure out his the rotations and put, you know, the players back where they – um be successful the most. I think that's when the offense is going to get back to where it was like most of the season. And I think the defense too will be back as well. But that that comes out of coaching basically and players being available on the court. Brother, that defense will never be back to form with Terry Rozier being your number. <laughs> Brother, <laughs> you've lost your mind. You think Terry Rozier is going to be a defender in Miami. Yeah, well, <laughs> his whole damn career. It's over, well, brother. I think the defensive rating since in this ten game um like slide basically, the defense has been a little up and down. Like at at one point it was like twenty third, and now the last oh. couple of games it, it went up to seventh, which is seventh? something. You said yeah. seventh? Yeah. Damn. I don't know what happened. To the team. My man but G says, Spo and Pat Riley sleep in the office, man. What the fuck going on? <laughs> what, what's new? What's new? What's new? What's going on with Spo, man? Bro is sleep. When everybody walks in, he's just in there. That's every every freaking year, bro. Since, since he brought Jimmy Butler to the freaking Miami Heat, and really that was D Wade, he ain't done nothing, bro. I mean, he yeah. did draft well, he drafted well. Shout out to him. That was also our ignorant part because we could have got Jaime. We should have got Cam Whitmore. Like we had. Don't get right me here. started. Don't get so, me started, bro. Yeah. He hasn't like, done nothing, bro. Like, this was yeah. a bad move, bro. And I, I also, Gianni, to say this too, during your streak, uh, you lose a streak. I was noticing some really off things with like Bam out of bio in particular. Like yeah, he, his body, his body language was. I was hurt. just about to say, like, is he hurt? Because like, he looked. I don't know what's going on. What's going well, on? Well, well, this is what happened. Um, I think it was 
like around Christmas, he hurt his hip. And he missed a couple of games before um, Christmas, the Christmas game against the Sixers. Before that, he missed a couple of games. And, like, his movement, you know, like how he goes to the basket, it's not there. Yeah, it's clunky now. When he goes, it's weird. That'll do it though. That hip, man, you gotta get healthy. Yeah, yeah. That people don't people don't realize how much that hip impacts your movement, bro. They, mm-hmm. So I, I I get that. I understand that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I just don't know what he can do. Maybe with the All Star break coming up, you know, a little rest, maybe. Like, I can't wait to talk about the All Star break. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh, yeah, I think that can help. PC, can we please talk about the All Star coaches? Man, I want to hear. I wanna, oh before we gosh. do that, I want to hear Doc Rivers on what he needs. Do, do we have like at this point? At this point, Doc has like Adam Silver <laughs> on his knees. He gotta be. He gotta be like had given the world to LeBron or something, bro. Because there's just there's just whoa, no. Whoa, 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 whoa! Hey, 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 hey! Bron sexual, relax, all right? Hey, We're not yo, talking about your fantasies, listen, okay? Nobody else, just... nobody else but me. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, keep that. I'm not talking about your fantasy. No, no, no. You're wilding. You're actually wilding. No. No, no, no. Yo, like, relax, like, relax, bro. We, we, you know, I call myself I Savannah. Wait, what? Me. what? What? Okay. What? Okay. What? Yeah. What? I didn't say nothing. Yeah. No. Anyway, this is crazy. I, I, oh my god! Look, the Doc Rivers is coaching this game, bro. Talk, hold on. Since we're on the topic, talk about the Bucks for a second, bro. Just, just real quick, because this team is one in three since Doc's, Doc's joined the team, and they both they given up two double digit leads that resulted <laughs> in losses. One of those teams where he gets the Jazz, man. Like. And, and, and no, like That's no offense to because Jazz are a bad team, but they they had a twenty point lead going into the fourth quarter, and they got outscored forty to thirteen in Damn. the fourth quarter. I didn't forty know to thirteen. Damian Lillard, Damian Lillard's looking washed. I'm not gonna lie, Damian Lillard. Dame time, talk about lame time. That's what he is. <laughs> lame time, dude. Damian Lillard hey. is not looking the same. What is he's that not, smell, bro? He's not. What he's is that smell? To, he's not used to. Let me tell you what's going on, Dane. For one, the Bucks from the from the Giannis era, they were a defensive identity team. What has been Dame's one weakness throughout his entire career? Defense. <laughs> he Defense. sucks at a defender, and then you can't hide him like that. Like, no. Nope. Yeah, you could you could funnel him to Giannis. You could funnel him to Brooke. But even Brooks, like low key looking a little, dare I say, washed. He looks it's, a little. I mean, the, the shot selection is poor, is horrible. Uh, the defense is not there. He can't move like he used to. Thank God we didn't throw him a big bag because I know I would have been infuriated watching this man stink it up and throw thirty footers from half court. So I'm glad. But when you look at Dame, his defense has been poor. But then you also got to look at his usage. He's not used to sharing the ball with a player that's better than him. When you look at a guy like Giannis, Giannis is a top three. There, Some people might say he's the best player in the league. I disagree. But he's a top three player in the league for sure, in my opinion. So when you got to share the ball with somebody who requires the ball to be great, like Giannis isn't coming off of screens. Giannis isn't shooting off the, you know, shooting off pin downs and shit like that. Giannis requires that ball. He's going to drive it down your throat, and he's going to try to dunk on you. So that's 
immediately what he's gonna do. Don't look, don't make that face. Drive it down the throat. That's just that's just basketball talk. That's crazy verbiage, but continue. That's okay. Y'all just what I'm saying. <laughs> okay, but listen, that that's gonna that's gonna impact Dame. It's gonna speed up the clock. You know, he might take these back. These shots might look good in Portland because yeah, you can shoot 40 shots a game in Portland, Dame. But in Milwaukee, you got about 20, 25 shots to figure it out. The rest of them shots is going to Giannis. You got to share with, uh, you got to share with Middleton, unfortunately, who's I think is washed, and you got to share with Bobby Portis, who I hear they're trying to deal him for their what was Grant it? Williams. Grant Williams. What is that's that? how bad it's gotten. That's how bad it's gotten. What is that? Like, oh man, that is clearly not like help them. Clearly, like this team was. Like, I don't, we need to give Adrian Griffin more credit than what he was being given, bro. Because this roster was so bad. Like, it, it, going back to what you said, Mook, like, the, the Bucks have been built around a defensive culture for, for most of Giannis's tenure. Like, that's the whole reason, like, they got the title that they did. Like, Bobby Portis during that finals run, Ooh. he was incredible for him. Incredible for him. And now we're talking about replacing a, good, a great two way guy like him. Or a guy like Grant Williams for a couple more threes, like it, it don't like you're asking to change the entire philosophy of what make the Bucks so great. And it don't help that Doc Rivers, you hire him, and and he's playing all these guys and barely he's not even looking at the bench. <laughs> I'll tell you that right now. Like he promised, like he promised to pay their two youngest guys, but he's he's yet to do that. Let me let me show y'all what Dame issue is. Let me simplify what Mook said. His usage getting cut in half, right? This is what he's doing. See what he's getting the ball. Dame get the ball. He passes it to him. Shoot that bit. Like, Dame, what you doing? He just, yeah, just relax, he can pass the ball. Right? He just yeah. shoot that bit. Like, no, no triple threat. He don't fake nobody. He so so he's, he's essentially he's essentially uh uh Hollywood MPJ is what you're telling me right now. <laughs> he don't. He don't see a shot. He don't like. He gonna shoot. The session, it, right? the session ends with him. It's a Hollywood MPJ is crazy. He he's <laughs> shooting from Gary, right, Indiana. Man. Like yo, what are you doing? That's a man? nasty call. That's a nasty call, PC. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's, that's crazy. Comparing Damian Lillard to Michael Porter Jr. is crazy, dude. That is crazy. Somebody explain to me why they want Grant Williams. I couldn't tell you. I really don't know. Grant Williams is not gonna save him. See, they're it. saying basically what they're saying is that we already have the offensive firepower, which is not sustainable to have two guys basically carry your entire team offensively. So they're basically saying, Oh, we want to go to the extreme. We see that we're giving up all these points. Which, if you actually looked at the rating and the um the amount of points given up with uh Adrian Griffin compared to last year, they low-key were a better defensive team, but it's like all of the all the pressure, all the light, all the lights and eyes are on them because they got the Dame acquisition. If we still have Drew here with with this team, we're oh, not having we're we're still not like we're not. Don't even get me started, bro. I don't I don't think that Griffin should have been fired. That's in my opinion. I understand what people may think about his schemes and things, but the numbers don't lie. Like the numbers given up, the the points given up last year were more than. With Griffin as a head coach, and he still got fired. So, I don't. Yeah, know. I think I, don't I, I agree with you. I think Griffin should have not been fired. I think they should have given him, you know, a chance to finish the season. I, I, I feel like that was desperate. At least get the All Star break. 
Yeah, that's what I'm saying. At least get the All Star break. And if, if things aren't, I understand it's like what twenty or what's about thirty four game, thirty or forty games after like yeah, thirty. I games. get it. Yeah, like thirty games after the All Star break, bro. Just give it to the All Star break. Give it to the trade that trade deadline, and see what you got. And if things aren't good, make the deal, cut them, cut your losses, and go on. But in the day, like, bro, they were like one of the best teams in the league, and you fired him and hired his consultant who was definitely dirty pillow talking and got the job hired. You got, you went and got doc rivers. You got rid of a coach, book, uh, coach, Bud, who led this team to a chip to go get black coach, Bud. and I don't understand it. Like, it just doesn't make sense to me. Like, yeah, it none doesn't of that, make sense. I don't, I don't get it. Like, I, I don't understand what they're trying to do in Milwaukee. I, I, I feel like they're, they're, they're like squandering an opportunity too with with this team. Well, they started they had, off trying to make Giannis happy, and now they sacrifice. But that's the, but that's the thing. Like, but that's the thing. Ugh. Like low key, like Giannis was like, bro. Like I get that we're giving up these. Uh, you know, y'all are unhappy with our defense. Our defense is better when you look at the points allowed basis. We are winning regardless of what y'all think. It's going to take a while for. We have new pieces. We got a new coach with a new system. We have to figure this out, and we're still winning in spite of this. And you fire him in the middle of that process and begin the process in the middle of the season all over again? Like, nah, bro. That that was that was stupid. I was head ass. Um, and the Bucks are at my top of the list for one of the one of the worst run franchises because also the Nas the Nasus should not be employed. Um. Yeah. And yep. I just think you can fill this roster out a lot better than you are. Jay Crowder still in the league. Like, what the hell is going on? Like, come on. Bro. They trade five first round. Uh, actually, no, five second round picks for Jay Crowder. That that <laughs> I, I can't believe that. <laughs> what has he done, bro? What has he done, man? That's like <laughs> no, man. other than bark, other than bark, other than bark, other than bark at opponents. Jay Crowder doesn't do nothing. He's the most useless yeah. player in the NBA. I don't know what does he do do without his his dirty ass dredge and his ugly ass face. I can't stand looking at him. Every time I look at him, I just want to punch that man in the face. I hate Jay Crowder. I'm Yo. so happy that he's oh, not please, getting any minutes. Please, man, I hate him, man. I hate him. Please. I hate him, man. What does got, he even do? Got, he doesn't do got nothing. Jake Crowder. Uh, well, so on this team, we got Hollywood Jake MPJ. <laughs> we got people <laughs> with Jake Crowder. Is crazy. <laughs> nah, I don't like him. I never did so, like him. <laughs> so on this team, on this Bucks team, we got Jay Crowder, Black Bud, Hollywood MPJ, Ugly Air Tobias Yo. Harris. Um, a... <laughs> we got, we got, um, we got, uh, and. Do they have Robert Lopez on the roster too? Yes, bro. Yes, oh my gosh. They got the, the, the oh, retail man. version of the Twin Top. Like, this seems, I don't know, man, bro. This seems yeah, a circus, this, bro. Mean, <laughs> you know. bro. This team is I a bet they lose in the first round again. I, I, if they lose, bro, if they lose yeah. in the first round, oh my I can see God, it. bro. That would be the Giannis probably. Giannis might ask for a trade. We might play him Giannis might ask for a trade. Bro, we will blame him. We'll blame him. them in the first round. Giannis will ask for a trade if they lose in the first round. I guarantee you this. Crazy and we way. might play them in the first round. I think if if you better if get y'all the... stuff together. Yeah, yeah. That would be, I want to see that. I want to see y'all beat them because I don't like again. How I need I to see it again. 
Jalen Brown is going to be in the dunk contest? Oh, oh. oh. Well, I need. I know he's not going to dunk with his left hand. I was just about to say. Make sure he's going to do everything with his right hand. That's funny. Make sure he don't go left, man. Yeah, he said make sure he don't go left. Hey, yo. Crazy. No, but for real, for real, that's a fire. That's a fire candidate for a draw. Like, no, all jokes aside, like, that's actually like. He better get creative. He should win. Like, actual name. Jalen Brown can dunk. He can dunk. In in game. Like, he gets creative in game. Like, I love that. He's athletic. He's athletic. Thank God, bro. Thank God that the NBA is trying to get stars in the dunk contest because I swear to God, if I have to watch a another dunk contest with Cole Anthony and Timberlands and (laughs) bro, and Mac McClung, who was in the G League. I don't mm. want it, bro. And I, that's no diss to Mac McClung. That's a VA legend. I got no disrespect for Mac McClung. But you're not a star, dog. I no. want to see niggas like Braun in there. I don't care if he's. Uh, yeah, that's the one thing. I, career that he never did the dunk contest. I'm bro. so mad he didn't do that. I'm so, so mad mean, because bro. I would have been front row seat. I would have. Oh, I bet. his goat Mick Richard will on the court. <laughs> In fact, no, no, no. If LeBron wanted to dunk on me, I'd be hey, front bro. row seat to that shit. Okay? Oh, if he wanted God. to put his nuts in my face, I would have done it. 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 Okay, buddy. All right. Uh, can we let's yeah, let's finish up this uh, uh six, we we uh we um yeah we got him sorry. Um so uh we back to the original boy we were making freaking uh uh we're talking about teams, uh, our team players we wanted to trade for. Um, <laughs> yeah, PC, look, we ain't never hear yours. I need to hear yours now that uh, NB is, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be completely honest with you guys. I, I could care less about this season now. Um, even if Joel comes back, I know it's not going to be like at the, at the level that I think we as Sixers fans want him to be at. Um, you know, and, and like going into this season, like I kind of knew, like we didn't really have a shot at winning the title. We just wanted some like some like assumption that you know, in this first year, new era, Nick Nurse, like he's gonna he's gonna do well with this team. And for the most part, like he's done well. But what happens when this team gets cold? Um, next best option past Tyrese Maxey is Tobias Harris, who, I mean, he's about as inconsistent as inconsistent gets. Um, you know, so. And past them, it's Kelly Oubre, who I love him. He's been great on that minimum, but he's not he's not dropping twenty every game. Um, Paul Reeds, uh, Marcus Mort, like these are not guys that are doing it. Um, but if we are still trying to save this season, that's what the reports are. We're still trying to save this season and just make it to the playoffs at the very least. Um, I think the first thing that needs to come out. Um, that we need to get that's been linked to us forever. Tyus Jones, who's right there in Washington. Um, I mean, that's an easy grab. At this point, they're only asking for two seconds. We could do that. Daryl Morey, I know you. You're probably gonna be playing poker and eating on your your big fat ass this Thursday. But I just need you to lock <laughs> for like two hours. All right, go and get Tyus Jones because the the Wizards are essentially hanging us to him on a silver platter. Um, that's the first thing. <laughs> Um, another name that I, I have been, you know, linked to us, uh, Andre Drummond, you know, because we're going to need a replacement in bead for at least foreseeable future. Um, and, you know, Drummond, he's already worked with us in the past and he was one of Embiid's better backup 
big. So uh, I think he would, I think it would definitely bring at the very least some rim protection that is much needed with this team right now. Um, another name, and it's two names, actually three that I wanted to look out for. Um, I don't know what the situation is with Herb Jones with the Pelicans right now, but Herb Jones, that's the two way that I need on my team. All right. And he is a lockdown perimeter defender that I need in my life and that I need on this team. Uh, that's the first. That's thing. a damn. That's a that's a damn. Good that's thing. that's good. I didn't even. I didn't even. Pete, if we know get who Herb else would Jones, be good for you guys? I'm gonna be invested because. Yeah, I was gonna say Kuzma. Gonna Kuzma, say Kuzma, Kuzma would be perfect for you guys. I'm not even joking. Kuzma, Kuzma would be perfect. Just, I don't. I don't trust Kuzma as far as I can throw him. I just. I don't. I don't see. He might like he's like he's just one of those guys that I just I never personally believed in. But he probably he he does fit the mold for us. Look where he um, at though. He in Washington. Yeah. I know. Washington I compared know. to Philly, but, that's two different coaches. I think yeah, but, I think it would work. PC, PC when, you probably, at, would when you look at his skill set too, like he fits that perfectly. Because <clears throat> you're gonna lose considerable. Not only are you gonna lose defense from an MB because he's the, he's a pan protector. You're also going to lose rebounding. Um, you know, you're going to lose a lot of scoring. Kuzma's going to get you a bucket. He's going to rebound at a high level. Like there is He's also a great playmaker in the front court. Yeah, great so you're, I think that he'll be perfect. He'll fit that mode. Uh, when you look at guys like Herb Jones, like I love Herb Jones to death. I love his game. But he's one-sided. Um, he's going he's gonna to lock you down, and that's about it. You look at him, and you say, Herb, go give me a bucket. He's just gonna stare at you, and it's nothing like against Herb. Like I love him, but I think that I think that Kuzma would definitely be a whew, man. Kuzma with y'all, man, and Max. Kuzma, Kuzma wow. would be would be a match made in heaven for Philly. Oh, yeah. I'm not gonna another another, when, another when two names comes back. Mm, oh, another yeah. two names that I really like once, and I don't know if the team will actually like do it because this season their season's done. The Grizzlies. Um, who have just been just plagued with injuries this year. Um, I I really think that the Sixers should look into Marcus Smart and Lucas Kinnard, uh, Luke Kennard. Um, you know, I I've been a huge fan of Luke Kennard for a while. Like I've been I've wanted him for a minute. Um, I think he would bring at the very least shooting that we're missing on offense right now. That's another thing. Like we just our, our offense has just it's just gone down without Embiid. Um, Luke Kennard would bring that. And Marcus Smart already fits the mold as a Philly athlete. Scrappy, you know, he can he can hit spot up threes and of course play defense. So um, you know, I, I would love both of those players in Philadelphia. Um if I think it actually happens, I, I doubt it. But um, you know, that depends on where the Grizzlies want to go uh past this season because like I said, their their season's done. Um but those are just some names that I think would be realistic for us. Um, you know, I, I think uh, Bogdanovich um, in Detroit is another name that we should really look at. Um, I don't know what the Pistons are thinking. Like their their trade talks are currently centered around Killian Hayes, um, which I mean that that speaks for itself. Um, very unserious, <laughs> very very unserious franchise. And if you get an offer for multiple draft picks for Killian Hayes and you don't take it, you deserve whatever happens to you. 
Like, I yeah. feel no sympathy for the Detroit Pistons. I feel bad for the fan base because they haven't won since freaking Chauncey Billups. Like, what are we doing here? And then they had, like, Rodney Stuckey, who they were first-round exes against mm-hmm. Cleveland. Like, that... Bro, they deserve better, man. Um, We're in the NBA. Also, also, I want to say they deserve better, but then I remove. I remember that y'all booed Blake Griffin when he played for one leg on y'all. We played for uh, on one leg for y'all against the what was it, the Bucks, and they were swept. And y'all mm-hmm. booed this man, and he was literally like, he was literally like Walmart version Braun that year, like putting up crazy numbers. His career, bro. Stop, bro, stop playing me in this call, man. Talking about some Killian Hayes, man. Next time, <laughs> I don't want to talk about Killian Hayes on this call, man. Yeah, You know who else would be good for you guys? Mikel Bridges. You got Mikel Bridges would be nice for you guys. Oh, yeah, Mikel Bridges. They offered five first round picks for Mikel. Yeah, yeah the Nets. The Nets think that Mikel Bridges. The Nets He's think that Mikel Bridges is second coming to Braun. They just like I don't understand. Like they're, they're he's a building he's a building block, man. He's, they're trying to get that culture established. Yeah, they're trying to get that established. I think that Mikel is definitely going to end up in. I think he's going to end up on the Knicks. Like that's just what he is. Like you look at all the guys. They already got Dante. You got uh, Brunson. Brunson. Like, Josh Hart. Josh Hart. Like I feel like it's oh, that, that was going to be my 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 segue. Like. <laughs> Of all the big names that we could see trade this uh, this deadline, who are the biggest names we could see be traded this deadline? Um, Mikel Bridges, I think, should be a, a big name. Deshante Murray is inevitable at this point. Um, wherever he goes, I, I, I feel like I, I want to say I want to say somebody from the Bulls. You know, like I don't know what their way. Like it, it's literally they're so much denial, but. Zach Levine's already up for the rest of the year. I think DeMar DeRozan is the next guy up. I don't know where he goes or who trades for him, but, you know, it, it's time to blow it up, Chicago. It's been time, mm-hmm. but, like, you, you're out of time now. Um, those those are just a few names of mine. Uh, Gianni, Gianni, you're, you're our, you've been in, uh, you've been heat Discord chats uh, when you came to the game. The only player that I've been hearing so much that could be moved really during the week is probably DeMar DeRozan, DeJounte Murray. It looks like DeJounte Murray is going to probably be most likely a Nick. Most likely. It's looking like there's talks. Why would they? Because they don't need him. Why would they trade for him? Why would they need DeJounte? Asking myself for why would they need him? And I saw to the Lakers too, as the other team on Murray, and the third team on Murray that surprised me. That this is a team that is in the play-in. You know they started slow and they're like 500, then they went below. The Jazz are other team that's on the Jante Murray, which that is. I can see that, but not the Knicks. So what what would the deal be like? Colin Sexton straight up or like what? Um, I didn't see like what potential deal. Maybe Sexton. They they throw in somebody else as well, and I think they throw a pick oh. as well. Damn, that's weird. So that I feel like if they if they make a deal for Dejounte, <clears throat> excuse me, they make a deal for Dejounte and trade him. I think that might 
see like roll into who I think is gonna be traded, which I think that Trey Young could definitely be dealt at this deadline. Um, if the deal comes around the right way, I think he should go. I'm sorry. I think it's time, bro. Like, bro, this man for one didn't make the all star team. He wasn't voted for an all star. And that should tell you just I mean, when you're a superstar like Trey Young, like regardless if we want to call him a superstar or not. He's one of the most polarizing NBA players in the game. Um, when you look at a guy like that who people flock to, and he can't even get an all-star uh, appearance because his team is so dog shit, like, y'all literally are losing the teams that, like, I think that y'all shouldn't even be in competition with. Like, it's just, I don't know, it's bad. Um, I could definitely see either Trey, Trey being moved I really hope he ends up in San Antonio. Like, I just want to see, I want to see, uh, what's it, Sochan, no. whatever the hell his name. I want to see him traded, and I want to see Trey and Wimby in San no. Antonio. No, we do, want, we do not want to see that, Mook. As I don't fan, want to see as that. A fan of, as a fan of ball, I want to see that. As a fan of the Lakers, I say hell no. But no, hell no. I would say, like, as a fan of the, as a fan of ball who wants to see Wimby stopped being avoided when he's wide open and he's seven, like, infinity tall and they act like they can't see him. Um, you know, I want to see that. So, yeah. The pick and roll with Trey and Wimby, how do you stop that? How do you stop that, dude? Generational, no, bro. no, I do not want to see that. No, I really don't. Bro. <laughs> and it's crazy because you blow by Trey and then Wimby standing there right. No, 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 no. I don't want to see that. No, that's disgusting. I don't want to see that. No. <laughs> This is bad. That would be as far as my my fuck around. Like they might make a playing run if that actually happens. Playing? Like, no, they're making the playoffs. If, what do you if, mean? Bro, if that happens, bro, I'm going to drop a nuke on San Antonio. I'm going to I'm going to wipe San Antonio off the map. <laughs> exactly. I'm going to wipe it off the map. You can't you can't get you can't give you can't give Wimby a playmaker like Trey who can also shoot from the outside like Trey. You cannot do that. You can't. You can't. Yeah. No. If they get him no. and if I don't I don't know what a Trey Young deal will look up will look like. Um maybe have to give up either Vassal, Keldon you know, some of these young assets that they got. Um, but it's worth it. Yeah. End of the day, I, it's Trey Young. Like, Trey Young is having a career-high year. He's playing defense, which people said that was a big knock on Trey. Trey is playing defense this year. Um, man, I would – wow. And also, Mook, think about this, too. The assets you trade, you know, the picks and the players, you're going to attract – um, other players now because now you got Trey and Wendy on the same yep. team, so you're gonna fill up the roster basically with yep. some good players. You're gonna have a good, and you got Pop as your coach too. So yeah, like, exactly, it, it, it's just perfect, really. Yeah, it's a perfect fit, but I don't want to see it. I don't. <laughs> I don't <laughs> need another jugger. I don't need another juggernaut in the West, man. I, I'm so <laughs> dumb. I really don't. I love it. All right. Um. Let's uh, let's get to our our final segment of the night. Everybody's favorite segment. Now, uh, take it away, Mook. Take it away. What's going on, everybody? You know we had another great week 
and and bad week of betting. You know, some so good, some not so good. Welcome to our favorite segment as gambling addicts. <laughs> Who sold my parlay? Let's go ahead and talk about it. Open up the floor for anybody. You know, you put some money down. You thought he was going to hit that money. You thought he was going to hit that amount. He ain't even he come close. You thought it was a sure bet. Ain't happening. So let's open it uh, up, guys. I'll, I'll go first. Um, hi, guys. My name is Billy Cameron, and I think I have a sports gambling addiction. Um, I've recently hit a cold streak. It's gotten so bad that I'm not even hitting three leg parlays that are so easy. Even the cake man could do it. It's gotten, it's, yeah, it's it's gotten that bad. Matter of fact, I'll prove to you just how bad it's gotten. Just this past Sunday, I had three leg parlay. Kate Cunningham over 20 points. Brett Van Vliet over 14 points. Jimmy Butler over 20 points. Easy, right? Easy. I hit on one of them. Jimmy Butler was the only guy to get me over 20 points. Hey, Cunningham, he finished with 18. You sold my parlay. Brad Van Vliet, who, you know, ever since you got the back, I mean, you've been ass, but, like, you've been inconsistent. But you know what? I just need you to come through for one night. You finished with 14 points. Um, I, I, I'm, 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 I'm struggling to figure out why, why all these terrible players want to play so amazing when, when I don't need them to. Rudy Gobert, you big French motherfucker! I'm talking to you, bro. Why in the world are you going off for 20 points when I need you to go under 14 and a half? You're taking on a good defensive team in, in the Magic. Why are you, of all people, going off against the Magic? You all sold my money. <laughs> Yo, first and foremost, that is a nasty three-leg parlay to lose. That is a sure thing, bro. <laughs> to lose to that, bro. Like, bro, Jimmy for one. Jimmy would be the one I would think that wouldn't, you know, saying because Jimmy has some nice, but he don't want to score like that. And he's the one. Nah, that's crazy, bro. That's insane. <clears throat> Anybody else? Who else sold their parlay this week? Oh shit. My name is Bam, and I also have a sports gambling addiction. <laughs> I was so down bad Sunday that I bet on Bogdan Bogdanovich. I was I was down that bad. I bet on this man to hit for at least over 12 points. He had eight points. That was my only bet this Sunday. So that was that. What really grind my gears and my Ravens fan going to feel this, I usually, I don't even bet on the Ravens games. I don't want the added stress of trying to watch these things win and get me some money. But it's the championship game. I'm going to bet. Everything else on my ticket hit. What didn't hit? Gus Edwards over 25 yards. And Justice Hill over 25 yards. And why didn't it hit? Because they both only had three carries. Damn, are you trying to piss are you trying to piss me off again, no, bro? Like, please no. don't run. Why are you reminding me of this shit? No, like, because I did the same no, yo, this is crazy, crazy thing. Yo, I, I did, did the same exact thing, bro. I, I went over 
I went over on yards for Gus because I just knew they was gonna run it on the worst Bro, defending rush team. I'm like, here. they just watched James Cook put up 180 yards on them. I'm like, of course they're gonna run the ball. Three that carries. Thing, and, and what's crazy is Gus Edwards finished with 18 yards. Give him one more carry, <laughs> he would have hit it. <laughs> what's great? Hey. Bro, Lamar Jackson was right here for anytime touchdowns. Like, if, if anything is a guarantee, if they're going to run the ball, like, at least once, you think they run it with their quarterback, right? Nope. Y'all, y'all finish. Oh, my God, bro. Y'all finish with yeah. 10 points, man. I just see a one anytime touchdown for Lamar, bro. That's how, that's how bad it's gotten, bro. Man, I, I knew it was cooked for me. When I put the over on Jalen Brown against us, and I normally don't bet on teams that play us because I just know it's a bad thing for my team, but I did it because I just knew Jalen Brown was going to cook. No Braun, no AD in the paint. JB was going to be cooking. Um, for, man, where was JB against us? He, you got clamped by Austin Reeves, brother. What are you doing? When I put a lay in on you, you get clamped by Sorry, man. Come on, bro. People have been talking down on Tori and Prince and D-Lo all year. Y'all couldn't get no buckets on them, bro. Messy work. Messy work. Hold up, cause damn, Paul George sold my shit too. You yeah. didn't realize I talked all that shit about um Paul George. I'm like, Paul George is gonna be cool. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Oh, he he gonna hear his he gonna hear his theme music in the background. I bet on him the other night against um uh what team was that? Against the against the damn uh the, the heat? I'm I'm no I see now I'm losing my track. The Cavaliers. I'm like, okay, okay, it's the Cavs, he gonna cook. He had 13 points. I needed him to I need him to make one three. What did he do? He shot over five. Oh my god. He shot over five, <laughs> shot over five from three. Yo, Come on, PG bro. has been good this year from three. <laughs> That's the crazy thing. Bro, he shot he shot three for six the last game. The the game before that against Boston. I'm like, all right, he gonna cook. Over yeah. five. Bro. This is our love, bro. If you want a player to be dog shit against your team, bet on go him. ahead and bet on him. Bet on him. That's Put all you gotta do. Like that's all you gotta do. Bro. Kyrie, Kyrie had been cooking for like a whole like month. He was on a crazy tear. The minute I put a lay on him, guess what? He lays a damn egg. He don't show up. He busy reading these anti-Semitic books. That's all he's doing. <laughs> he that's all he's doing. Bro. bro, play basketball, brother. That's all bro. we need you to do. Bro, damn. I feel. Same way about his counterpart. Just tonight, just tonight, knowing B for the Sixers, uh, the, the Mavs are going to cook us. Luca, I thought you were about to drop a 30 bomb on us. Like, that's that's automatic for a guy like you. And and you come out, and uh, let me, hold on, hold on. Luca sold? Oh my whoa, God. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Against the, against the MB-less Sixers, he sold? <laughs> whoa, Luca, nah, this bro. And finished with 19 points. I know you. I know you lying, bro. Ain't no freaking way. <laughs> no, see, that's the worst luck ever because Luca is an automatic 25, bro. Luca 
there's a 30 ball waiting to happen, bro. Oh my god. Oh bro. my god, bro. It don't, make, it don't make no sense. Like it really don't. I think I'd be like the LeBron. I'd be like the LeBron tweet sometimes. Like maybe it's me. Like I don't. It gotta know. be me. Like maybe I just don't know what I'm doing at this point. Yeah, bro, like I'm putting in these legs on these players, and I'm not even. Like, it don't make no sense, bro. Y'all, y'all saw my parlay, man. Y'all saw my parlay. I'm, I'm like, at this point, hey, hey uh, uh, real shit. Like, if you know, if you're a game player, go, 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 hit that uh, little contact number at the bottom of the screen. You know, uh, we do. <laughs> You do this for shits and giggles, maybe not, but you know, like if if you need that, I might if need you number. If you putting in, if you putting in lays on college basketball, pickleball, any of the NHL, NASCAR, just go ahead and get some help, brother. Yeah, I just seen people putting in tickets on tennis. Like, come on, dog. Yeah, go ahead and put some. Yeah, like, get you some help. Get you some help, man. Like, no funny shit. You need help. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Literally. Uh. That's another thing too, especially the Super Bowl coming up. There's so many random bets you could place on the Super Bowl, especially out more. There's literally, I'm not kidding. There's a bet. It's like plus a thousand that people, aliens are going to invade the Super Bowl and the game will be canceled. I shit you hey, not. Stealing y'all money and people are gonna bet on that. Yes, hey, stealing y'all money in Las Vegas. That's a damn saying. That's a damn saying. There, there are bets <laughs> in the Super Bowl for for. Uh, what color Gatorade is the wedding head coach going to get dumped in? Uh, uh, who's going to win the coins? Oh, yeah, they're bets for everything. That's Super actually Bowl. not a bad one. Not going to lie. People okay, been doing yeah, that one. Now, people see, been doing people, the Gatorade People one. like Bam, this is why we have yeah. the number at the bottom of the yeah. screen. Well, people like Bam who are going to bet on that. I didn't say I was going to bet on that. Look at his finger. Look at his finger. Bro, what is it, bro? He's getting down. I think it's gonna be blue Gatorade, man. Oh, 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 yeah, he betting. He's already. He's, he's, yeah, he's gonna bet it, on it. It's depend on the over under for how long the national anthem takes, bro. You need, <laughs> <laughs> you need, nah, you need serious help. You betting on the anthem, bro? It's ridiculous. Yo, bam, yo, whoever is supplying. I just, Gatorade, I just put on twenty five dollars right now. Hey, yo, geez. put it twenty five dollars right now. You're gonna be back here next week. Oh, talk about some. He sold my parlay. That's exactly <laughs> what you're gonna be saying. <laughs> it is what it is, bro. Oh, yeah, he God, needs to contact bro. that number real quick, man. Yeah, yeah right now, right hey, now, bro. Uh, uh, the the hotline. We got nine one one. You know, uh, we need a hotline. <laughs> All right, we need uh, make it six one one or three one one, bro. Like yeah, it'd be all the numbers. Yeah, they need to take his phone or something, man. <laughs> 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 all right, all right. Like I need Terry Crews in my ear. Pause. You know, telling oh. me. Hey yo! Hey yo! Yeah. <laughs> I that's said pause. When you don't... Bro, what you mm-hmm. mean? 
it oh, pause is God. not gonna save you, PC. That's yeah. not gonna save yeah, you. That's, no. gonna save that's you. worse than when you do say pause because you knew from the jump. You said it you like that. You knew it, it was gonna be it was crazy, like bro. You said it like literally fluently <laughs> in a sentence, bro. Like, like, nah. like, like you know how you like, like look, you know how you played the dialogue. Everybody, it's great. That's all I was gonna say. I just see, I just see that in my in my life, bro. Why, why make it bad? PC, PC, look at me. There's no escaping this, brother. You're done. <laughs> You're done, buddy. You're done. Yeah. There's You're no cooking. way out of this one. You're done. You're done. You're done. Yeah, he's for real cook, man. I can't yeah. lie. <laughs> hey, hey, what Gianni, what Gianni be saying, bro? You are chicken parm, brother. Yeah, you are chicken, <laughs> You're chicken bro. parm. Bro. You're fried. Yeah. You're fried. You're fufu. You're fufu. <laughs> you are fufu. You are fufu. Add that to the, to the kids' uh, lunch menu when they uh, go to school, Gianni, because I know you're not feeding them chicken palm bread. Oh, oh. oh. All right, man. Gianni needs to feed his children, bro. He needs to bro. feed the children. They about that. They about that. Them kids about to have cheeseburgers and chocolate milk in school, bro. That about to be the best. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, that's yeah, wonder why they got tummy eggs. Like that really what the what we what were we eating in like in, in school as kids, bro? Like Yo, I blame I blame Michelle Obama, bro. Oh yeah, I don't care. Like <laughs> I love the Obama, I love the Obamas to death, but there is no reason in hell that I should have been eating pizza with chocolate milk in school. I'm I must be in a minority because man, I used to look forward to that pizza every Friday, bro. <laughs> Yep, them pizzas were good. I don't know about y'all, but them pizzas, bro. Oh man, the pizza was like, yeah, I must just be a greedy bastard because I used to look forward to it, bro. Yeah, me too. Hey, hey, no, no cap though. The the favorite thing in my school, they used to do tacos, taco junk. You can go make your own taco junk. Uh, yeah, see, we ain't never had nothing like that. But we didn't have nothing else. That was like our one good meal of the week. Like that was it. Yeah. The one, the one day of the week where they used to like switch it up and like have like a specialty meal. Like it'd be like a a mozzi cristo or, or something, and it would just be like two pieces of bread slapped with some like jelly, <laughs> a jelly and, and a slice of a. <laughs> Where did you go to school at? I went to school in the trenches. I ain't never had nothing like that. Bro Bro said a slice of bread with cheese, bro. (laughs) Bro, I went to school in the trenches, and I never had nothing that bad. Where did you go to school, bro? It was literally bread with cheese in the middle, bro. It'll be something like, 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 uh, you could think of, like, not not even a squishy meal, just like a sophisticated meal. And they would dumb that shit down. Like, here's one. Tex- they had, like, the, a Texas burger, right? It was, like, it was supposed to be, I guess, like, uh, a burger with, like, a whole lot of Texas shit on it. It was literally a simple burger, a barbecue sauce, and one single onion ring that was small on it. And that's that's what they would call it. They, it wasn't even cheese. It wasn't even cheese, bro. They didn't even put cheese on it. Like, it just be it just be burger, barbecue sauce, onion ring. That- <laughs> I would have I came to school like right. this the next day. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, yo, that's how I would have came to school. Because what did you see in me? Yo, I remember they, they gave me, me like pancakes for lunch, man. 
They what? gave me pancakes for lunch. Yeah, and, in like nineteen ninety-five, bro. Like, I, damn. <laughs> <laughs> We're in a different time, Yanni. Okay, Yanni. Okay, Yanni. <laughs> had the best best meal here because, like, he used to go to school, especially middle school, back in like the nineteen seventies, bro. I know that. <laughs> I know that shit. Not the 1970s. Hey, yo. <laughs> yo. That is crazy. Yo, when the, students, wow. when the students were smoking indoors back then, that shit was crazy, bro. I just had Sloppy Joe, and then I ate it, and I thought it was LeBron at first. But, you know, right, yeah, man. it was great. Let's go ahead, let's go ahead and call it, man. Let's go ahead and call it. <laughs> He said, he said, Wait, he said, Sloppy Joe. Yeah, Joe, why is you lying? Sloppy Joe's are good. What do you mean? Like you was hunting, you were hunting your food. Talking about some sloppy Joe. Oh, you, you had to hunt your food for life. Oh, this thing is crazy. <laughs> I knew, I knew, I knew you were gonna say that. I knew it. Episode, guys. Go, Chief. Um, no, no, no. Can we just acknowledge that Ice Spice 